This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome to the Sarah and Vinny Secret Show brought to you by Odyssey. This is the Sarah and Vinny Secret Show. Just a heads up, episodes sometimes include content not suitable for work and definitely not safe for kids. Now available on the Odyssey app. Secret. I think you want to know. Coco finally agreed with me for once. <laughs> I think I've agreed with you before. It's a truly <laughs> wonderful. I mean, wonderful feeling. Yeah, I would definitely share a pizza with you, Vinny. Good. I'm glad. Yeah. It's nice to hear. <laughs> No Most shrimp. of the time, you just crush me with I your support not. for Sarah. <laughs> Only sometimes. You had a, a few disagreements today. She's like a terrible packer. Oh, yeah. She's forever to pack. <laughs> yeah. My God. And she doesn't like clams on hey. pizza. Come on, man. That's just that. too much. Agreeing with Vinny for once. <laughs> All right. I appreciate your the majority of the time that I get your support. I do. <laughs> I need Girl allies power. on this show. Yeah, hell Girl yeah. Power. Oh my God. Ceremony Secret Show. <laughs> and then it just went away. Girl power, baby. Ceremony Secret Show for Friday. Friday, February 11th, 2022. It's the four of us. Hi. Thanks You're excited, I guess, huh? A couple days off. Much I do needed. like a couple days off. Yeah, we're having a little picnic tomorrow. That'll be nice. It's been so right? nice. Yeah, we're gonna have a little picnic-y. the bike gang or the yep. family with the boys or what? Um, uh, like uh, you know, we have the core five families, and then there's the critical mess families, and uh-huh, it's uh-huh. all. I think we're gonna probably like eight of us and the kids, oh. you know, who aren't kids anymore. It's fun because they can all drink now. It's like so. <laughs> it's so funny. Play some cornhole, you know, have some fun. Fire up the barbecue. Yesterday, we put up all our shade cloths because it's been so damn hot. I'm like, I can't sit on the deck. It's The sun is just killing me. Normally, this time of year, you wouldn't want to sit on the deck anyway because right. it's supposed to be raining. Okay, before we jump into any bad advices, there were a couple things that came up on the show. First of all, Nikki told us yes. we're not doing a secret sh- uh, happy hour today because Nikki's got early Valentine's Day plans with the Keiko beef. <laughs> tell yes. us tell us what's happening um well i'm spending the weekend down there huh yeah, well yeah. i am going to spend the night but not the weekend because yeah. the reason why we're doing it early is because saturday i have my niece's birthday then super bowl and then monday i have to take my car in so and he works so it's kind of doesn't really so work just out. tonight uh, yeah yeah so we're going out to dinner and then i don't really know if he has anything else planned he's an over gifter what are you expecting? I mean, are we I'm talking? honestly not expecting anything. I'm what really did you not. get him? I don't know if I want to say right now. Hand is up. Okay, yes, don't. Yeah. Will you shave your legs before you go out tonight? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna go home and take a shower. 
Oh, yeah. oh a whole shower <laughs> and everything. Clean that thing up. She might. About. You might even need a rinse when you get up there. It can be sweaty business a hot in a car on a hot day like this. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. I'm gonna have. I'm gonna drive like this so my armpits don't sweat and the, a, the AC hits them and kind of drives oh, them yeah. off. Yeah. As I'm driving, she has there. her hands above her head. Yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just like. The well, there's. <laughs> a, you got to be careful on those long drives. You might have travel pee, and you don't want travel pee. You can say pussy on this show. Oh well, I was trying to get you to say it. Thank <laughs> you, Sarah. But travel pussy's real. Like you know, you, yeah. It doesn't matter when you showered before you got on that plane. You are on that plane. You know, it's not that bad. <laughs> and though. you walk. I through like the airport. it. I'm yeah. all about like I think yeah, an, a little an hour or two well, of travel pussy is okay. It's, yeah. just an it's hour. actually preferable. Right? It's no, it can be. It can be. You know, just, traffic it's makes it too worse. much. I don't want any part of two anyone. days of it. Sometimes plane, though, two days is too much. long. But yeah. sometimes that's like a secret sauce. Like you know, like. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, you know, mm. whatever it is, big they put on Big Macs that we don't know about that make them special. <laughs> Thousand Island dressing, it, whatever. <laughs> I don't know. Don't ask me. I'm not. Okay, there. I'll put some Thousand there. Island dressing on it. That'll definitely that mask the travel point. pussy My, smell. No, <laughs> what? No, I'm saying a little travel pee. That's a. It's like the secret sauce. It's a nice addition. It's like a seasoning. It's definitely <laughs> mm, it salty. Can be, yes, it can be delicious. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah. So delicious. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, Vinny, earlier today, right when we started the show, you bit your tongue over something and uh, and you were going to say something. Was that oh, our boobs? Yeah. No, no, no. It was actually about, <laughs> it was about something that I'd, I'd blurted out a comment on air about something I'm damn well no better than to do. And then it's come up a few times today where I was supposed to. Is this the walk, one thing where you're supposed I to be a good boy about to, something? Yes, absolutely. Okay. Uh, I thought it was about our shirts. Nope. It was just one of those things. We where thought they're... it was about our boobs. Yeah, I, I was all excited. Boobs, yeah. Honestly. Turns out it was about yeah. you not being in trouble. All right. right. One thing I will say about one of the gifts I did get beefcake was because maybe this will help help out people. one of the gifts oh well it's oh. like a li- they're little things but um this might help out people oh, but um it's things. called like year of dates so you oh. pick out and he's really into scratchers so you can pick out any like category and there's like they're color coordinated so like it depends like one's outside one's like an activity like hiking one's oh. an inside whatever um so you scratch it off and it will be like go go on a hike or make dinner for your significant other and then you put the date that you did it with a photo so that's oh, what i got that's one of the things i got so like that's if really there cute. might be a card that says have anal on a 600 pound rock <laughs> that's what i was thinking yeah oh right on and that rock you, huh? you gotta take a picture get a photo of, of that and, and then you know all right i'll, I'll take the photo i'm sure i'm just trying to help and then you gotta put the date that it was accomplished <laughs> So a year of dates, it's called. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What do you get that at the drugstore or somewhere? No, I found it online. Oh, so oh, I like very, it. Yeah, I thought very. it was adventurous. Gives yeah. you ideas. Yeah, th- I thought it was a cute idea. So, so I like for the this would be me. Scratch, scratch, scratch. I'm not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna do what we always do. Let's sit out back and have a soda. Um, all right. First, oh, anything else? No, that was it. Okay. <laughs> so uh, our first bad advice today, um, this person says, uh, Bryn, I don't mean to assume that this will make the cut, but if you if you say this for Friday, I can listen to you tear me apart live on the Odyssey app. <sighs> and then she says, please don't tear me apart. I love you all too much. Or do. Fuck it. So right. here we go. Uh, let's get this out of the way early on. I'm writing in to brag about my husband's big dick. 
Ding, ding, ding. Pew, pew, pew. Pew, 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 pew. All right. This is what she says about this. It's true. His dick really does have it all. Length, girth, and the slightest upward tilt that gets my G-spot every time. Oh, good for you. I know. I know. I can hear you. Oh, good for you. Where's the question here? (laughs) She called that. Uh, All right. My dilemma is this. Over time, we've been together 10 years. Taking his big D has become somewhat more uncomfortable following sex. We're in our late 30s. We don't have kids and enjoy a a healthy sex life considering we both work full time. The best way I can describe the discomfort is that it almost feels like muscle aches after an intense workout, but in and around my woman area. Seeing as I need to come up with a question, I guess it's this. Is it normal for sex to become slightly less comfortable for women as we age? Does sex need to change for our changing bodies? Are certain positions better for women than others over time? Is this a thing that women just don't talk about? Or are these all medical red flags and I'm pretending red is my favorite color? I want my husband to pound away like the good old days, but we're, yeah. ne- but we're needing to adjust. Thanks oh. for your insight, Big D wifey. Um, that doesn't sound right. Sounds like something's up. To me. Here's what you do. Okay, what do you do? All right. All right. Here we go. You know those things in the kitchen that, uh, it's like a potato peeler. You familiar? Yeah. Or a mm-hmm. carrot. You know, you ever got to peel it? You take that thing to that cock and shave that thing down a good <laughs> inch around and, and you'll be fine. Oh, no. He'll be fucking mangled, but you'll yeah. be fine. You'll be better for you. He'll just be a little scabby for a while. But How big be... do you think that thing is that it's hurting her like that? I, I actually tend to think that this is not about how big his dick is. I, that sounds like something's going on. And it could oh. be, uh, you know, look, things happen in your pelvic region. Like all kinds mm. of things happen. You could have uh, cysts in your in your cysts uterus are normal, or something. normal, aren't they? They're pretty normal. Like mm-hmm. what are they called? Five... Uh, Fiber cysts? I can't remember what Fibroid it is. Or- Fibroid tumors, right. Yeah, That's yeah, yeah. it. I knew it was something like that. And we know, I know a few people who have that and sex became painful and they, and she's not saying painful. She's saying slightly discomfortable. But the fact that she can feel it afterward makes me think there's something going on there. And maybe beyond your regular exam, you might want to get, I don't know, what do they do, a scan for that or something? I mean, she could have endometriosis. She could have any number There's, of things. Yeah, that's actually true. But also, you know what? I'll tell you something. Aging, and you're still too young to be feeling yeah. soreness, but a- aging, you do get sore from things that you didn't used to get sore from. Yeah. That is a real occurrence where I'm like, fuck, I'm 53 now or 52 mm-hmm. or whatever I am. Like, it's different. It sucks, and I'm not happy about it, but I'm certainly not going to hit the couch. So I'll no. just, I just well, deal with it. And when you hit the couch, you get up from the couch and go, oh, damn, I got to spend less time on the couch. <laughs> this ain't working. <laughs> um, you know, I, I think about Yuzette. I remember when she yeah. first discovered that she had some, I think she had a big fibroid, mm-hmm. and it, they found out about it because uh, her husband has a big one, and it started to become... The contact, like it was big enough that it was punching her in the cervix over and over, and she was couldn't take it anymore. She was like, "It's just too painful to have sex." Um, I would think that ten years of taking that dick, uh, you're you'd if everything's fine inside, that would still be fine. I can't, I don't, I don't know. It shouldn't be a thing, but you know, try your butthole. 
There's that. Mm, you could try your butthole and see that's that. hard. That's hard with big dicks. That Let's, won't. Uh, it, yeah, it but it won't hurt her vagina. And that's the we're trying to right. help her, There's Sarah. The key. Oh, it's right. Problem I solved. Forgot that we were trying to help her with her problem. Right. Um, I'd go get. I'd go talk to someone about that. Mm-hmm. I, you want? You know, she, she wants her husband to pound away like the good old days. Who doesn't want to go to Pound Town? Come on, man, pound right. it. Certain times, though, I think the the poussoir is more shallow. Like there's a, the sh- the roof is lower or something like that. The ceiling. I don't know. It seems that way, especially when you do like in certain positions, like doggy style. Right, like the angle might uh-huh. bring it, it up a little closer. It hits a certain closer. area where they're like, ah, it's not. And and I've been told that it's just not right now. Like usually it's okay, but today it's like you're hitting this thing, and I'm hmm. like, man, all right, turn over, fine, I'll do it. Do it the way. regular way. I'll do it the regular way on your side, whatever, whatever it takes, wherever right. it takes. But yeah, maybe Lose the position 10. can help. Yeah, uh, it's possible, but I would. Def- I personally, you're gonna go to the to the gynecologist anyway. Ask for more. Tell them what's happening. Mm-hmm. I mean, I love that you told us, and we did like talking about your husband's huge dick. But no, we didn't. Sure, we did. <laughs> I like I like talking about big dicks. She got that big dick energy. That's why. Yeah. <laughs> A little big dick action. <laughs> you know who has big dick energy is me. <laughs> Oh yeah, <laughs> for sure. She needs a big dick for sure to shut that fucking mouth up. Well, she won't tolerate anything else. Yeah. Oh yeah, she'll fucking shame you and shit. Okay, here's this is the heavy one. I'm just gonna I want to read through this. I want to get all the questions and all the stuff out in front of you, Vinny, because this is this one I think is for you. Oh, all right. Hello to my favorite radio family. Please don't say my name. My boyfriend of five years and I recently broke up. My bad relationship with alcohol caused us trust trust issues that were deemed unrepairable. I was using alcohol to cope during the pandemic and again when my mom pa- passed six months ago. I was hiding it from him and getting caught, which was wrong and something he hated, but I just wasn't ready to give it up. I, he eventually asked me to move out, and I'm now on my own again at 32 years old with our dog who we got together. She's also a mini Aussie like Ripley, yeah. Ripolita. To say I'm devastated is an understatement. The choice wasn't mine, and I've been completely heartbroken. Over the last few months, I've enrolled in therapy, a recovery program through my healthcare provider, and have attended AA meetings on and off. These are all things I had not done until recently, and my ask was for him to give me some time to work on myself and gain his trust back. Unfortunately, although I had not made these types of moves to improve before, he wasn't willing to wait anymore. He worries how I'll be as a mother in the future and can't trust that I'll be responsible and committed. His fear of me relapsing in the future was too strong, and he's choosing to walk away instead of going through it by my side. I remember Vinny saying that in a scenario like this, the other person will always wonder if they can trust you. I really believe this man is my soulmate because of how close we always were and our strong emotional connection. I want to somehow make him understand that although it took me some time to figure out how to help myself, I'm making the steps, and I want to make it work with him too. He seems to be dealing with this very well in comparison to me, like the breakup, and never reaches out to see me or my dog. We talked about seeing each other before I moved out, so cutting us off was a total surprise to me. I know I'm capable of recovery and have been doing very well so far. I wish he was as hopeful as I am. Should I continue to fight for him or just give up? I know Vinny's been here before and would love any words of advice that might help. Thank you for being in my life almost every day for the last 10 years. I love you all. OFOC, C. Well, I feel for you. I know the feeling, and I'm. It's not good. But here's I'll say a couple things. First of all, the the main focus of your life right now has to be your life. So I know you want to think about 
putting back together what you've lost and all of those things. This is what I would say to anyone who's suffering from alcoholism. And, and this is probably the most important. And hopefully it's the thing that drives you to get better, which is you can get your life back. You may not get the life you had back, but you can get your life and maybe a better life back when you put some time in for yourself. Like you got to get your shit together in a way that build a good, strong foundation of sobriety, have friends that also are with you in this, whether that's people you've met through AA or people in your life who just know you long time and will support whatever it is you need. And that includes going to lunches and things that aren't alcohol-related, do things during the day, not at night, find ways. That's the, the hardest thing about getting sober. Well, there's a bunch of hard things, but it's you have to find the, th the pitfalls the hard way, unfortunately, which often means you've relapsed. And then you go, oh, I can't do that. That doesn't work for me. Or this person. Or being alone too much was my problem. Being alone too much. Yep. I had to plug into things, and I'd pushed everybody away to clear my schedule For and drinking. then there I was alone going wow I really have a loan to myself haven't I like this You've is crazy to yourself my phone never rings <laughs> I got, everybody's finally gotten tired of me saying no or not answering the phone or, or you know whatever so look the thing with him it may be ruined and that's I had something that I ruined and it I'm, in fact, I joked about it earlier today. That chick just never called me again. Yep. And while we weren't meant to be, I don't think, we could have been meant to be had I not fucking ruined the whole thing. And that's the problem is that he... You know, you said something a while ago about Christina because she's never seen you like mm -hmm. that. You've been sober the whole time. And so she doesn't know how bad it can be. She right. knows the you that you are today and that you work really hard to be. Um, she doesn't know the Vinny that got drunk, fell off the show, ruined his relationship, got himself into a whole shit ton of trouble. And I mean, you shot your fucking life up, mm -hmm. you know, and that's what you've done. See, you have, you've ruined this relationship mm -hmm. and I don't want you to think we're being harsh. Vinny's hundred percent right. You can put it back together, but it's going to take time. It's going to take work. And I think I think you got to write this guy off. The reason he's not calling you is because he's done with you. Yeah, I mean that's a terrible, scary feeling to think that you've you've thrown your lot in with someone who may disappear into a bottle and may not come back for a while or may not come back at all. You heard and him. And that's not something that I. It look if he were writing, I would say to him, "Do not turn around. Keep walking forward and never look back because this person." Before you get too far down the road with this person and you've got kids or a marriage or whatever. And he was right to think that he would feel weird down the line if they had kids and he'd have to wonder if she's okay. Yeah, because and he's look, seen you at your worst. I'm going to give you another piece of advice that's going to sound maybe way too real for you or maybe way too confessional for me. But I'm going to tell you something, a mistake I made as I've been sort of... And it's not a mistake in the sense that I, I absolutely love my life and I love my kids. But through the process of being in a relationship with Christina, I've slowly but surely loosened my grip on my extremely rigid days. 
which involve nothing out of any, like, I don't want, I'm doing, this is what I do. I eat my oatmeal and then I do my show and then I do my workouts and then I do my, and then I'm in bed by nine. As we've loosened that up, my life's become incredibly difficult. And it's not that it's more difficult than anybody else's. It's that I'm not great at coping with things. It's a me thing. I don't deal well with a lot of stress. It's part of being alcoholic that you have this. Try to limit that. Runaway thing where you'll just disappear into a bottle. That's how you deal. Well, that's not dealing, is no, it? No, it's so kind of the opposite of dealing. What I'm getting at is, as you rebuild your life, and you will, and I'm, and I believe in you, and I. It sounds like you're doing the right things so far. And once you get a good look at your life, sort of coming back to you, and your health coming back to you, and your improved spirits. Because that will happen. It doesn't happen overnight. In fact, sometimes it takes as much as a year before you really start to sleep better, feel healthy again, mm-hmm. smile on a daily basis because you feel like you've just got improved spirits. These things will happen. But as you rebuild your life, you can't leave it up to other people when you warn them like, listen, I've had this history and I don't want to mess things up with you but I don't want to mess things up for me either. So so what I'm getting at is make sure you're clear about what you can and can't handle. Don't leave it up to them. You can't tell someone who's never seen you go through that that you can't handle much and then expect them to, because they're seeing you handle everything. Yeah, you seem fine. You're fine. That's what Christina was like. You're fine. You're the most capable guy I've ever gone out with, which sounds crazy, but that's, you know, well, I think a lot of it probably had to do with your shit was tight. Yeah. You know, yeah, you seem capable because you had shrunk your life down to the right size. And, and that's the point is I'm my best me when I have very little things going on. That's the best me that I am. And when I get added stress and added uh, stuff yep, and, and dates and, pr- you know, things I got to do and places to be and my calendar is filling up. And these are things where I'm not me anymore. Now I'm starting to get agitated and impatient and incapable of, and I start to get like, I got to cancel that. Yeah. You know, it's really, the whole alcoholism thing, it isn't fair. It really isn't. It's, well. It's not fair that it really, it ruins some people and other people can drink all they want whenever they want to. Yeah. And they don't, I, I mean, I'd agree. For them. But look, you know what's really unfair is cancer and kids. That's really unfair. Yes, that's really unfair. You're right. So I would say another disease. Yeah, absolutely. But I would say, look, there's, you're going to be good. You're going to have, you have a, a great life ahead of you. If you continue to keep alcohol out of it, you'll have another soulmate. You'll have another partner. You'll have other great things in your life. And you'll have more to offer and be a better person Mm -hmm. for them. And look, I think that I tell this to people all the time. One, I, and I, and I actually mean it. One of the coolest things about destroying your life is you get to rebuild it the way you want. And so right. it sounds like a stupid thing to say, but the truth is, okay, probably along the way you've taken on things that you said yes to that you shouldn't have or things you've done that you wouldn't want to continue. You're at rock bottom. Start over, build it the way you want it. And and you've got your whole life at your, what did she say she was? 30s? 32, I think. Hold your on. Your whole life is ahead of you. You're going to 32, have, yeah. You're going to be great. You're going to you be You are going to be great. Yep. Just to make, keep it really simple. Um, yeah, I, I knew you'd have good words for her. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I did. You did. Yeah, you did. No, you did. 
And I, you know, I tr- we get a, we actually get a lot of bad advices about alcoholism, and I am sure that a lot of that is because you have successfully, you're where you are, and you're an alcoholic. Um, and so I don't like to do them every day, but I thought this one was particularly good, and I really felt like it's usually we hear from the person who's not drinking, and complaining about right. the person who is. Right. And I thought this was a good perspective. And I feel for this person because I know, you know, all they really want is to just get the whole old life back before alcohol fucking ruined mm. everything for mm-hmm. them. Um, and that's, you know, that's probably out of reach. Yeah. I, you know. Accept that because that's part of the problem is that whole, I want my life back today and I, and I want that life, the one that I ruined. I want that life back. And what really ends up happening is you end up drinking over it. Right. And you relapse. The sooner you let it go. Right. Right. All right. I met this person. Oh, you know this uh, person? Yeah, she's very pretty and she's young. So you're right. She probably has a lot of opportunity to, you know, date. and. Where'd you meet her? It was at an event. Oh. Yeah, in the city. I see. But, uh, yeah, she's very well accomplished, too. Good. Well, you know what? Sounds like you got a lot going for you. This is going to be incredibly painful and it's going to be a tough thing to put back together, but we wish you nothing but the best of luck. And, uh, and I would say that, uh, AA is going to be your best friend. I would Mm -hmm. not just drop in once in a while. I'd go to one regularly, see the same people get your, I mean, do they give you a sponsor? I don't know how that works. You have to ask someone. And usually it's someone that you've listened to in a meeting and said, that person's got it together. Yeah. And I remember one of the people I've had a few different sponsors and I don't have one right now, but he was this big, burly, uh, I, I don't know how to, I forget if he was an electrician or, but he was, he was in the, in the trade business. He was, mm-hmm. uh, he was, yeah, he wore, he was always came in in some kind of, what do they call overalls? The dirty is, you know, just yeah. dirty as fuck. Jumpsuits, right. Right. <laughs> and he was a guy who used to be, he could talk very frankly about how, fear kind of ruled his life and you're looking at him like this guy could wrestle a bear but it was about fear for of women and fear of rejection and fear of things that he just couldn't be he couldn't beat up that feeling you know what i mean like these are things that we all deal with our own insecurities and yeah all that stuff but he was able to talk about it in a way that didn't sound like he was being whiny he was just in touch with it and knew himself well enough to know that his reactions to things are based on some of that shit. And it was, and I liked him and I heard him talk like that and was like, I like him. And I asked him and he was like, yeah, let's do this. I'll do it. So that becomes a person you can call in a weak moment and someone that maybe you hang with and sure. Absolutely. Yeah. That's, I I feel like this person sounds lonely and heartbroken Mm -hmm. on top of the fact that she's a recovering alcoholic you know, well, look, find a couple steady people in your life. This is the last thing I'll say on this. And this is something that Sarah, you know, I, I actually try not to talk about it because it's something that is heavy and it's not what we're sort of here to do. But the truth is when you have hurt people around you, it is. And then you're supposed to be sober. And now you're looking at all the things you, the people you love that you've hurt, the things that you loved that you no longer have. It's fucking heartbreaking and it's soul crushing and you find yourself going you know what i need a fucking drink and that will keep you from getting so that the guy on the street corner that that his family's finally said we give up that's that guy that's a guy who's who can't face what he's done and right. just keeps drinking to, to run from it and that's 
you have to deal with this loss. You have to. Yep. And accept it as a loss. Uh Uh-huh. All right. Uh, Listen, you guys. I get that this was heavy. This doesn't mean you can't go and have a great fucking weekend. Oh, I'm gonna. I know. Me too. I have a great fucking weekend. I have uh, half my wetsuit on already. Oh my god! But you, I don't. You, but I you, that, you that would be gross. On, Vinny? It's you way too booties? sweaty. But I'm gonna do that right as soon as we're done. All right. Hey, thank you for any any bad advice that you write us. We love them all. We read them all. And uh, while we don't get to every single one of them, um, you know, we do. We read them, and and we care deeply that you care enough about the show to send them. So, Bryn at radioalice.com. I just got a great idea. What is it? Let's label this one Wednesday and label V Hale's Friday. And then the Friday one they listen to, they'll be like, oh my God, V Hale is so fucking awesome. Right. She, what a way to kick off your weekend. All right. Maybe not. <laughs> Just do this. I'm fine with it. I don't care how they're labeled. <laughs> Bryn, that's on you. Label right. that shit. Uh-huh. All right. Have yeah. a great weekend, you guys. Bye.